Our Father and our God, again, we just want to say thank you. Thank you what our eyes have seen, ears have heard, uh, what our hearts have experienced, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the knowledge of just who you are. Father, though it be limited, it's enough. It's, a, it's enough to know that you are everything, everything that we need. Father, and so much more. Be with us now as we attempt to uh, share the word that you've given us. Open up the hearts and the minds. Father, word my mouth. It's the name of your son, our savior, the Christ. We ask it all. Let every heart say. Amen. Thank you, praise team. Uh, just thank you, praise team. Thank you, uh, again, City Church, just for being who you are. Uh, everybody doing what God has called us to do in each, in each capacity, each, each role. You all, uh, you all, see, as, as we, as we, uh, I get ahead of myself, but as we, as, we, uh, as we do what God has called us to do, then uh, we can't help but win. We, we can't help but win, uh, even in, not even in, but, but including the praise. We can't help but win. So we lift them up and I thank you, praise team, for the work that you do in, in, with your craft, um, the diligence coming out in the middle of the week when it's dark and even colder than it is now that you, you do what's necessary. And um, uh, dare I say, you just can't roll out of bed and, and, and come before God and his people and present the way you do unless you've done the things you needed to do in advance. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the work that you have to do, even the, you know, why am I going on this riff? The, even the song selection. Yes. The, 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 the rehearsing of the lyrics. Uh, I was even just, uh, to pivot, I was just remarking to uh, uh, Sister Meeks uh, this morning, I said, I could tell uh, Ryan Gorgel has been, uh, has been uh, just like a little squirrel. He's just been running around here because the sound is so much better today. It's, uh, these, these are the little things that really aren't little and they all add up. And then it's like, you know, and then you kind of walk away. I don't know how, I can't quite put my finger on it, but uh, you know, uh, I was blessed and God was glorified uh, in, the, in the hour and a half that we're here. That's it, I, that's, that's, that's my PSA for today. Um, we're continuing our look at the fourth to the uh, ninth chapters of the book of Genesis. Again, we call this floods and gates, floods and gates. Today we wanna to begin at the 11th verse of the seventh chapter where we read this. In the 600 year of Noah's life, on the 17th day of the second month, on that day all the springs of the great deep burst forth and the floodgates of the heavens were opened and rain fell on the earth 40 days, 40 nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons entered the ark. 
They had with them every wild animal according to its kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings, pairs of all creatures that have breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female of every living thing. As God had commanded Noah, then, Lord, then the Lord shut him in. Uh, incredible text. I just, just the, the poetry, the, the, just the, the composition, it's just beautiful. I, it's one of those things that you could do a word art or something like that. Um, but here again, we see in the text a summary of the events that have occurred. We've, 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 we've tread this ground. We've, we've, we've seen this uh, previously. Um, but I don't know why as I was, as I was uh, <laughs> uh, preparing this and just, uh, and again, I continue to beseech you all to, to, to pray for Sister Meeks uh, because she has to live with me. Um, <laughs> Uh, she deserves better, but she's got me. And so, uh, so, so as I'm sitting in, the, as she calls my mobile office, which is a chair in our family room, and uh, she knows on Saturday nights, as I'm, I'm trying to wrap up what has been going on all week, uh, she just, she doesn't say anything. She just kind of sees, okay, all right, he's in a cave. All right, let me just, just, just head on down the, down the hallway. Uh, but I was sitting in my mobile office in the chair in my family room, and I, I was reading the text again, and it, I don't know why, it just struck me as the, you know, the, the, the Christmas story that twas the night before Christmas. Yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe it's just me. It is just me. You know, the children are all snuggled in their beds, you know, with visions of sugar plums. And, you know, well, <laughs> like last week, visions of monkeys swinging across the, 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 the chandelier of the ark. Um, here, Noah, his wife, their sons and their wives, and like I said, you think the San Diego Zoo is off the hook? You ain't seen nothing. It's just like this is the zoo to end all zoos. Gathered inside the vessel, designed by God and constructed by Noah. Designed by God, but constructed by Noah. So it's, it's, I'll start early with my questions, so here's one. I've asked it before, I'll ask now. Do you ever think about why God chooses to do the things the way he does? You know, you just, you ever just, just look at this, you know? For those of you that are under 40, uh, an Etch-a-Sketch is, uh, <laughs> how many under 40 know what an Etch-a-Sketch is? Under 40. Oh, you guys are lying. Uh, you're in church. Shame on you. You don't know what an Etch-a-Sketch is. That is a little plastic red thing, a little cheesy thing, uh, little, little wheels on each side. You know, and you, you make a little, you talk about, that's right up there with a the kaleidoscope in terms of entertainment. <laughs> How someone could be entertained by that is, is just, beyond, just beyond me. But I, I had one and I was entertained. Uh, and you make a little doodle, and then when you get tired of the doodle, what do you do? You just, just tap it and you erase the whole thing. Why didn't God just tap the Etch-a-Sketch and just, 
You know what? You know, you just think about that. It's like, let me just. Well, he kind of did. Well, there's eight people that would beg to differ. You know, there's a whole ark, a whole vessel full of animals that would beg to differ. Um, he could have just as easily uh, started all over. I spoke everything into existence. I can just as easily speak things out of existence. It's not like, you know, it's prophet Isaiah. It's like God's hands are not too short. You know, it's like, it's like I don't, I know he doesn't have hands. It's a metaphor. It's, a, it's, it's, it's one of those things that God can do whatever he wants to do. He's God. He, he's God. Um, he doesn't. But instead, he chooses to spare Eight people and animals, uh, but people that were created in his image. People, two-legged animals, created in his image. Uh, you, you remember when I uh, went back to chapter 6. Um, Noah was a righteous man. He was blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. He was righteous, he was blameless, and he was faithful. But unless you make a mistake, don't think that he was perfect or incapable of sin. Because we will see sooner rather than later that he was. And before we start to click our tongues and wag our fingers, so are you. I know we look good, I know we dress up well, we clean up well. Uh, but uh, as I said, there's a little bit of Jeffrey Dahmer that's in everybody. In everybody. Oh, I would never eat. No, no. But we, we, we chew up and spit out people with our tongue. You know, I mean, there's, just, there's a little bit of Jeffrey Dahmer in everyone. So, so let me just posit the question. How do you think God sees you? Sees me, sees us. How do you, I mean? It's it's uh, we're naked before Him, and it, we should ask the question now rather than later. God, how do you see me? Righteous, blameless, faithful. I asked before, I'll ask again. Is our desire to be more like Noah or just one of the seven? Do we want to be called out as blameless or identified, called out, identified as being blameless, righteous, or faithful, or just as long as I'm on board, I'm good. I, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Don't get me wrong, I, I'm sure the other seven, I mean, I'm sure they were nice people. I, I'm, I, I'm assuming they're nice people. Uh, let me just stop there, I don't know. I don't know if they were nice people, but they didn't get called out. They weren't identified as blameless, righteous, or faithful. I'm just saying. Uh, so what are you saying, Pastor Meeks, in my 65 years of life? I have witnessed that there's a direct correlation between what's accomplished with our hands and what's accomplished on our knees. I'll say that again. 
there's a direct correlation between what's accomplished with our hands and what's accomplished on our knees. That prayer posture, that relationship posture, where we go before God, we are in communion with God, we are speaking with God, we're listening to that still small voice of God, uh, there, well, let me put it another way. The spiritual accomplishments that we say we want to accomplish and the relationship with God or not, they're inseparable. Dare I say they're the opposite side of the same coin. So the things we want to do in him, you can't separate the in him from the accomplishments. I know, you just, oh wow, that's really profound. Well, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you that a lot of the things that we say we aspire to, I, 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 you know, you may have said it. It may have even meant it. Boy, I sure want to draw close to God. I just, I just want to, I want to feel him. I want to experience him. Have you picked up the phone, so to speak? I know, caller ID. Boy, that, that messes everybody up. Yeah, just, <laughs> I've been the victim. I know I have. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to call anybody out, but uh, you know who you are. Ah, uh, it's Pastor Meek's number. Well, not today. <laughs> not today. I know, I know. And it's, that's why you guys are laughing, because you know. It's just like, you know, I, you know, yeah, you hurt my feelings. But that's all right. I'll get over it. I'm a big boy. But what about God? It's like the, the, the boy, that's God's calling. He wants me to oh, step into that space. No, not today. Not today. Not today. Not now. I, I've got this, I've got this thing I want to pursue. I want this relationship that I just, I've been jonesing for. And God, you're getting in the way of what I want to do. Blameless, righteous, faithful. Um, I'm talking about eternal things. That, that, that I, that you, that we say we want to accomplish but we're not able to do the things he desires if we're not spiritually aligned with him. I know that's, that's, so, that's so, so stupid, simple, but it's profound in its simplicity. It's like I can, <laughs> I can take that little heater over there, unplug it from the wall and, and shine it on you and you say you're cold and, and I can point it at you and you're not getting any heat from that thing unless and until it's plugged in to the source of the power. I know we, we, we get it on an intellectual level, but on a lived out level, that requires me going over there, plugging it in, doing the associated work. Well, let me just sit over here and bundle up and boy, I sure wish it was warm. Sure wish it was warm. God, I want some heat. I'm cold. I need some heat. Let me pray for some heat. We do it. We do that too. I think it's it's a goner. Okay, let me be real careful. You guys will get a laugh on here. You'll get your wish, Mrs. Meeks. We'll finally get this thing changed out. <laughs> Sister Meeks is not a fan of this uh, little podium. So uh, anyway. I like how the Everett Fox uh, translates the 15th 
in the 16th verse. They came to Noah into the ark, two and two each, from all flesh in which there is the rush of life. And those that came, male and female, from all flesh, they came as God had commanded him. Noah received God's instruction. He not only constructs the ark, but he prepares to receive the animals and guess what? Just as God said it would happen, they came. Just as God commanded them. Noah, God laid out the design. Noah constructed the ark. Animals are gonna come and Noah had open house, I guess, whatever, and the animals start coming in, twos and sevens, and wow, they're just, wow, how did this happen? I've shared before, I share now. Uh, I liken our city church journey like the, the it was a bee ticket back in Disneyland times, uh, the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you know? It's a cheesy little ride. It's, it's, it's one of the duddy rides. That's why it was a bee ticket. It wouldn't, you know, it didn't move up the ladder. It wasn't an E ticket for sure. Uh, it was a B ticket. And so you get in the bucket, and the bucket's on the rail, and you would come up to these things that otherwise appeared scary, but in the back of your mind, you know, yeah, I'm not really scared, but you kind of act like you're scared. Uh, and, but you would come up to a door, and it looked like you're going to hit the door, but at the very last minute, the door is open, and you continue on the ride. That's been our city church journey. It looks like you're going to you're, you're stay on the rail, stay in the car, stay in the rail. You're going to come up to a door and be it a, an electrical permit or uh, some unexpected funds or, or what it is like the door opens. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's a funny thing how that works. You know, it's not a coincidence. You know, it's just it, time and time again that if we just stay aligned with him. Uh, I know, I just, we, we said this uh, last week or the week before, Noah didn't have to set a bunch of traps and snares for the animals. Boy, I gotta, I gotta bag me a zebra now. I need, I need how am I, how am I, how am I gonna do this? How am I, how am I gonna get the, how am I gonna get these monkeys? They're pretty fast. How am I, how am I, I don't, I, I'm telling you, I'm, 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 if, if, as I like to say, you can't make this stuff up. I, when we were worshiping Yolanda Holmes, you remember that. I mean, and even how you came to City Church. You were broken. You were crying. You were resistant. You were, and, 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 and I said, and I told the advisory council back then, I said, let's just trust God. Yes. Well, pastor, this doesn't make sense. I know none of this makes sense. None of it makes sense. But we're here today worshiping God and engaged in community and doing the things that we've been called to do. You get, those of you that have been with us more than a month, you understand the journey. You understand we don't pretend to be anything other than who we are. This is who, what you see for better or for worse is what you get. And what do you get? You get faithful followers of Jesus Christ trying to stay plugged into the source so we can heat up the building and heat up the community. That's all we're trying to do. That's all Noah did. Oh, Noah, oh man, he was, boy, look, boy, he had some serious traps. Man, he was a great carpenter. You don't read any of that in here. 
You don't see anything about his carpentry skills. You don't see anything about how he laid traps for the zebras and the monkeys. You don't see that. But he was faithful, blameless. He was righteous. Those were the knowledge, skills, and abilities that he possessed. God, 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 trust me, Natalie DeBell and Drew Wadecki. God wants to use your knowledge, skills, and abilities, but he's not impressed with our degrees. He's just not. He's not. Oh, 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 you think you can sing really well, uh, uh, Audrey? Well, I got an angel oh, over here. Okay. Hit the C note. Let's, let's do it. Righteous, faithful, blameless. I'm not asking the praise. See, you guys, you guys were pretty pitch perfect today, though. I heard Calvin on the on the bass too. You were you were you're doing your thing, but but it ain't being pitch perfect. That's not what that's not that's not what God is calling us to do. That ain't it. That's not it. Um, I liken it to, uh, you know, whoever your quarterback receiver tandem is. It's, it's, it's like, okay, God has drawn up the play. He's drawn up the play. Now, all right, I'm going to throw the pass, and it's going to be at a certain spot on the field at a certain time. What's your job as a receiver? Just be there. Just, just be at that spot. To catch the ball. Well, a lot of things can go on. It's like, first of all, you got to know the play. You, you can't, you can't. <laughs> it's tough to run the play if you don't know the play. Well, let me go out there and just wing it. Uh, you got to know the play. William Leon, small group. You got to know the play. You got to know the play. You got to know the play. Uh, second, you got to run the play. Yeah, that requires you being in the game. That means you're lining up. You got to, okay, I know the play. That's not enough. When the quarterback says, hike, I got to run the route. Then once I'm running the route, I got to look for the ball. I got I to gotta, see, a lot of times we, okay, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm in the game. I heard him say hike. And, but ball hits us upside the head. <laughs> Ball's been thrown, hits you upside the head. Where'd that come from? I'm trying to throw the ball to you. What's the, what's the, what, are you what are you doing? Oh, I wouldn't expect. What did you think we were doing? What did you think we were doing? We're, we're, we're playing football, don't you know? This, this is a football game. This is, this is not, this is not, uh, uh, this is not tiddlywinks, this is not baseball, we're playing football. And then, if you're looking for the ball, then you've got to look it into your arms and hold on to it. Any number of things can go wrong in that series of executions. If the receiver doesn't hear the quarterback when he says hike, he doesn't run the play. Or if he doesn't know the play, maybe he didn't study the play. Did he, and he's, he's running a route that he thought was, or he or she thought was the right route, and uh, they mess up. Or maybe there's some interference from the opposition. You know, there, you do know there's another team on the other side of the football, right? 
I'm trying to help somebody. Uh, they, 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 you, they, they, they may try and block you and, and, and cause you to go off your route. But if you just get there to the point where I said the ball is going to be when I throw the you just be at that spot on the field. Just, just be on that spot on the field. The ball will get there to you. Um, what's the result? It's either a completion or an incompletion. Well, pass interference. Well, I'm sorry. That's where the metaphor breaks down. It's like you can't say, well, the devil made me do it. The devil tackled me. No, 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 no. Greater is he that's in me than the evil one. Noah did everything God commanded of him. Everything. 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 I'm almost done. I, and, and I, yeah, I'm running out of time. After doing everything God commanded, look what happens. Then the Lord shut him in. <laughs> you can't. I mean, I just you just look at the text. Just deal with the text. It's just like no rudder, no mass, no sail, no steering wheel. Uh, I, I'm I'm in a vessel. I'm in a bucket with a bunch of monkeys. And God, it shut me into this space. I'm not calling you all monkeys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. One definition that one theologian said about the word that's translated uh, shut is secure. Secure. God, kind of like a, like you, you, for those of you new mommies, uh, they do the burrito wrap, right? You know, the, with, a, with a little blanket and they, they, they wrap the, the baby, the infant, like you would a burrito. And you, you, and you just snuggle them in and you... Noah, his wife, his sons, their sons, their wives, and a whole zoo. And God secures them into that bucket. This really preaches. It really does. I've shared this story um, as I close. Um, we were, years ago, over probably 15 years ago, Gail and I were flying to uh, Baton Rouge on that little plane. <laughs> on that little plane. And the pilot had already warned us that there's going to be some turbulence. There's going to be, there's going to be some, it's, it's, it's not going to be a, a smooth flight. It's, there's going to, it's going to be bumpy. And the pilot was right. And we hit an air pocket, and the plane dropped. And person across the aisle from us screamed, yelled, like, ah! Gail thought that was funny. 
she thought that was so funny. She's like, <laughs> not 10 seconds later, we hit another air pocket. It was like 10 times that one. Gail was screaming. <laughs> she was hollering. And she's grabbing the seat, and she's like, ah, we're going down. And she's looking at me, and I'm like, the pilot said, this is what to expect. We put more trust in an airplane pilot than we do in God. I'm talking about me. We will trust, we will get on cruise lines, airplanes, buses, whatever form of transportation, and don't give a second thought about, oh, I'm, he knows his job. Jesus said to his disciples when things were looking pretty bleak, he tried to assure them and he said, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. I've told you these things so that you can have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So, we can expect turbulence, but as Jesus said, take heart. Uh, we're going to land safely. So I'm going to ask one last time, who's your pilot? Who's your pilot? That's not rhetorical, it's a serious question. Who's your pilot? You? Are you? You the pilot? Maybe your, your job is your pilot. Maybe your degree is your pilot. Maybe, I don't know, who's your pilot? Who are you trusting to get you through the storm that inevitably is going to come? If it hasn't already come, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, well, if I pray hard enough, it ain't going to happen. As my father would say, son, just keep living. Just keep living. You will find out who your pilot is when you hit the turbulence. Let's bow. Our father, our God, how we do love and we do thank you. And... Uh, Thank you for the, the assurance, the, the, the absolute assurance that it's for me and my house. Father, I, I, I can trust no one else but you. You are, you are everything. I can trust no one else. I have no one else. I can lean on no one else. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In the name of your son, whose name we pray. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. Let's stand. Go ahead, Sister Jones, to play that. Play that. Audrey, come lead us in a song, please. Audrey.
Watch over us, protect us, lead us, and guide us as only you can and you will. Thank you, Father. This is the precious, matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Savior.